Welcome to Paul Listing Behind the Curtain here on WGN Radio. Always fun when I can break away from the world of politics on the TV side. Lord knows we've had enough of that. Uh, and, and talk about some fun entertainment things going on. And what we're going to talk about today is one of my favorite annual events. If you haven't seen it, this is the year to go see it. It is too hot to handle the Jazz Gospel Messiah playing at the Auditorium Theater on December 3rd and 4th. Now, if you have seen it before and you're watching this, you're going, wait, that's not what it usually is. We're going to figure all this out. Joining me are two of the stars of Too Hot to Handle, Alfreda Burke and Roderick Dixon. Good to see you. My, you're good friends of mine, and it's good to see you again. Good to see you too, Paul. Thank you for having us on today. Yeah, Rod, right. let's just tackle that whole date thing. Everybody for many years has been used to seeing this over Martin Luther King uh, Jun- Day Junior weekend. It's moved, um, although it's one would argue it's moved to maybe even a just as appropriate time. It's it's moved to the era of Messiah. Yes, that sure. is the era. Yeah, that is the era of Messiah. And um, yes, uh, the show had been um, perf- uh, presented on Martin Luther King's Day for about seventeen years now, and uh, and so uh, Rich Regan uh, of the Auditorium Theater felt that it might be a good time to put the show during the Christmas or holiday season. For those who are coming into the city of Chicago in the month of December, where it's a little warmer. <laughs> and so, therefore, those who would like to uh, partake in the festivities of Chicago during the holiday season in the month of December um, would find this show to be very pleasant, very accessible, uh, lots of different genres. And so uh, it's a good fit. And um, some some new things are happening to this show as well. So we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah, let's definitely do that. The show itself mm-hmm. got created back in 1992, just so people understand. It came to the auditorium in 2006 to Chicago, has been here ever since as this holiday tradition, uh, now a, a certainly a Christmas holiday tradition. But Al- Alfreda, talk to, for folks who haven't seen it before, except they just watched some video. This is, Look, I'm not a Messiah guy. I'm not really into you know classical music. And I have gone to this for, I think I'm on year 12, 13. I don't know what it is. Every yeah. time, every year, I, br- I brought different politicians. I bring people to this to introduce them. And I have never failed to have somebody go, oh, my goodness, this exceeds every expectation. Can you describe, Alfreda, what it is about this that's different for people who may not even like classical music? Well, it's so wonderful. It is a piece that, as you mentioned, in 1992, it was commissioned by Marin Ossoff. And she brought uh, Bob and Gary Anderson to the table and said, let's rethink Handel's Messiah, which is already, right, inspirational and uplifting, uh, wonderful piece that Handel um, composed in 1741 in 24 days. And it was first uh, uh, actually performed in Dublin, Ireland uh, for charitable cause. 
causes, so to benefit uh, charity. And so um, this piece has jazz, gospel, blues, uh, reggae, um, rock. Scat, scat. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, it's potpourri of everything. It's such diversity in music, diversity in culture on the stage that you see. You have an orchestra, you have a choir, you have the big band. You have um, a jazz combo. You have three soli. You have Maestra Suzanne Acton on the podium. So it's it's such energy and exuberance and enthusiasm and electricity in the atmosphere in the auditorium theater and also back and forth between the audience and the stage. So it is unlike any other experience, and it's for all ages, all demographics. So so your family can come, bring the children, bring everybody. And it'll be like you're like a nutcracker. And as you said, it's so appropriately performed during December because Handel's Messiah is one of the most performed oratorials, and this um, too hard to handle. It, it's appropriately to be done in, in April or or in um, December. Yep. And, and by the way, shout out to Karen Marie Richardson, of course, who's your third partner sure. in crime in what she you is. do. Um, and, and so and and Alvin by, Waddles. Well, that, and I was, Alvin and I, Waddles. that's where I was going next. I was going to Alvin Waddles because <laughs> he is just amazing. Um, I don't know yeah. what to give away, what not to give away. But let's just say that in Act Two, if we can call it Act Two, um, Alvin has a moment where he does his thing and yes. brings the house down. And am I right? Because it's a lot of improv and whatever. We'll let people be surprised by the kind of thing he does. But but even you guys, maybe until the first time you hear, do you do you know what he's going to do? No, no. He is so organic. He goes by what he's feeling in the moment, what's going on in life, what's going on in the world. Um, he may be honoring someone, a celebrity of sorts, somebody who has passed on. Um, or the season, you'll hear that in his music and whatever inspired him, because he will do masterworks of famous composers, you know, uh, of the. And then, and then before you know it, he's playing the theme to the Mary Tyler Moore show the year that Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> died or last year, Golden Girls, when we had just lost Betty White. But I'm taking, you know this, Rod, I take credit for one thing. You guys were over here for dinner uh, back in 2016. The Cubs had just right. won the pennant. And I said, Rod. Alvin's got to play, you know, the, here come the Cubs, whatever that song is, right. you know, and you agreed with me and it showed up. And so I don't know whether I get credit or not, but I'm taking it. Yeah, you should. You should. By the way, Paul, there's a new wrinkle to the show now. Let's hear it. Joan Corto is the new director. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. She's director. And um, we're actually, there's some minor changes in the way the show is being presented. Um, and so there's going to be the holiday and then there's called, they have this new segment called Hallelujah Moments. Moments. Yeah, can, that's a big deal. Can you tell me a little bit what so, that is? Because it's new, so I don't know. What's that going to look like? Well, from what we understand, that it's about people coming in and expressing this, this form of happiness and joy. And they say the hallelujah. And at the end of the show, there's a famous clapping thing where the whole audience does it with the chorus. And it's well, if, if people hallelujah. don't know, this is the famous hallelujah chorus. That's where it's from is the handle. Yeah, Messiah. right. Yes. Right. And so yes. they have this platform where people will be able to come into the theater and uh, express themselves uh, and say what, what makes a hallelujah moment for them. And so uh, it's new. So we're, we're, we're finding out as, as well. As well. So I'm just going to throw it out that this is all new. And uh, the show is going to have 
some interesting uh, dynamic changes on the stage in terms of visual stimuli. And so um, we're looking forward to this. And uh, Joan is the director of the show, and so Corto. And so uh, it's going to be very, very delightful. Well, I'm delicious. glad you told me because so now I got to write a speech. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, we might just have Joan say, you know, we, we have no time for anybody else because Paul won't shut up in whatever his hallelujah <laughs> moment is. Hey. <laughs> but it sounds like when we, it's like when you get there in the evening, there'll be maybe a camera set up and if you can step up yeah. and do something. Yeah. That's oh, right. you know That's I'm ready. Whatever moment was inspiring to you and uplifting to you or one of your favorite moments or one moment that you look forward to every year. Well, I'll well, just talk about having dinner with you guys. That's my inspiring oh, moment. Oh, we love that. Well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Paul, uh, there was a very inspiring moment this week in the political spectrum, which you're you're just ge- you're the genius at this. And so Wait, that's that was a hallelujah moment, too. <laughs> ah, you were happy with some results. I, of course, can't say that because uh, I am neutral. Um, so maybe I'm happy. Show- maybe I'm sad. Nobody knows how I feel about what happened. Yeah. But the show, <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Uh, um a response to that, given the nature of our country right now, that the show Too Hot to Handle does take on the the tenor of the text, the discourse of the country, oh, and it has a way of making people feel connected and that they see each other. No matter what spectrum, political spectrum they come from, the show will respond to that organically without even talking about it because people come from all walks of life. And they see each other at the theater every year and get the same tickets with the same ticket, same seats. And they have a relationship. And and this will be a very interesting space now for that in that regard as well. And normally we have that conversation in January with the King celebration about the beloved community. But we're going to have a beloved community in December where our country is coming together, has come together and will continue to be together. And that's what the show really um, represents, bringing people together in the most profound and most wonderful way, you know. And I should say, and this will be on the website, but there's only two performances this year. Um, yeah. It's Saturday, December 3rd at 7.30 p.m. That's when I'm going to see you. And Sunday, right. December 4th at 3 p.m. Um, so two opportunities. But you know what? Some of the programming, and COVID, of course, messed everything up for uh, for everybody for a couple of years. So you you come back. You, you did do it last year, but it's been careful. Everybody's got to be real careful. But can you talk a bit about this special prison program because you know sometimes we forget about folks who are incarcerated and maybe they're entitled to have some uplift in their lives too that's right um uh elmhouse christian reformed church partnered with the auditorium theater in 2017 to live stream to how to handle on sundays to the prisons there were uh, correctional facilities and prisons in the state of illinois as well as uh, louisiana penitentiary and then they were also working on getting it in Mississippi as well and some other cities, so states. So we'll see. But it was interrupted by the pandemic. And we, we made uh, physical visits to the Cook County Juvenile Temporary Detention Center, as well as Louisiana Penitentiary. We broke bread with the residents there, talked to them and spent time with them. And it, it's been just wonderful experience and we were hoping that the live streaming would be uh, hopeful to them it would be encouraging to them and that they would feel included 
So this piece is all about hope inclusion. Well, and, and hopefully that, that will, the technology will allow that to happen this year again, as we make yeah. it come back. But I'm sort of curious for the years that it did happen, Rod, what kind of feedback did you, you must've heard from some of these incarcerated folks, right? They, there's no way they didn't respond. They responded when we uh, visited um, the, um, the prison in Angola, down in uh, Louisiana. Uh, we were able to speak to the prisoners who watched the show. Um, we, wa- we also talked to the children here at the correction facility in Chicago who watched the show. And every time we received an unbelievable response from them, they personally were touched by the diversity of the show in terms of music, but also because they also saw us in person. And that means a lot. There's a saying in the prison community that you guys don't do drive-bys. In other words, you just don't talk about it. You actually come to see us. And that means a lot. And so we're looking forward to more of those kinds of um, opportunities to visit uh, in the coming years. The pandemic did made it very difficult for the uh, prison system. Uh, People couldn't see each other. They were isolated while they were being isolated. Now, that's a very interesting conversation. I think we all can relate to that kind of isolation in our own regard, living in our regular communities. So isolation has had a profound effect. And when you come to see Too Hot to Handle, you're going to encounter all of those emotions of feeling alone. And then you're going to see someone that you hadn't seen in two years. And then you're going to say to yourself, it's so good to see you. And you're going to think about your loved ones and your friends. And that's what it does to people in that theater it lights your heart it turns your soul on fire and you leave there different you leave there differently than the way you came in smiling hopeful happy and we need more of that that, so say that every every year that that people do leave differently than they came in and that this whole experience is so much bigger than all of us together and it's a labor of love so special I think what may make the point is, look, there's a lot of annual events that happen at various places and um, and they're wonderful, but I'm not aware of any other one except for Too Hot to Handle where there's there, there where a society got created called the Friends of Too Hot. So right. that these are people, and I'm one of them, who make annual yes. contributions to make sure this event happens every year to support it by now. Because, you know, ticket sales for any show, any theater, that, that doesn't right. do it. It's part of it, but it doesn't do it. But have you ever been involved, Alfreda, I'll start with you, in any other, you do so much, you're, you know, you're very, uh, all your work is is in the, um, uh, um, what, what word do I want? I'm sorry, classical, classical realm and all of that. But this one crosses so many lines. Is there something for you where this experience is just different? than almost anything else you do throughout the year. And then I got something else for you, Rod. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very different because it does um, incorporate my roots in church. I'm a PK, pastor's kid, and Rod is too. That meant I wear, I've worn a million hats and whatever role that needed to be filled and played, uh, I stepped in and did that, whether it's teaching Sunday school or playing piano and organ and teaching the choirs and the children's choir, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I've done that. And so the gospel music is there. It's in my, <laughs> it's, it's in my, it's just in my body. It's in your DNA, DNA I think. Is in my DNA. Yeah. Thank you. So the, Rod- the gospel music and the, and other, you know, we've always loved jazz, blues, all kinds of genres and styles. So that's there. 
But you, Rod, you too, I mean, share a lot of that background, but you're also part of other groups, um, the, the tenor groups and all the case. So your your career kind of takes you into some fun places anyway. So how does this, like three mo tenors, all that, how, how does this relate when you're, you know, compared to the other times you get to break out of the classical world a little bit and have some fun? Well, it's, it's great that you brought that up. Uh, Thomas Young, um, who was in uh, three mo tenors, Cook Dixon Young, Volume 1, the PBS specials, um, he was part of the, the idea of this back in 1992. And because he had the ability to sing classical, standard operatic and classical repertoire, jazz and blues, um, they thought it was a great idea in New York at Lincoln Center. And, and so, you know, that is the whole point, is that all of the music in America is accessible universally across the globe. And Too Hot to Handle encompasses the spirit of that. So any of the improvisational stuff that happens, you could be from India, you could be from Pakistan, from South Africa, you could be from Brazil, or even from Australia. Wherever you are from, whoever is on that stage playing an instrument or singing, more than likely will refer to their roots with their music and infuse that into the tradition of improvisation in America in terms of American music. And so... You know, this is the kind of world that Too Hot to Handle allows us all to partake in, musically, aesthetically, through our cultural roots, and you will find it in this experience. And by the way, Alfredo, people may not realize because you guys are look like well, you are coming in from different cameras and all of that. But you're married, and um, so yeah. you're see, see, so let's let's disclose the truth. You're in the same house right now. Because we are. <laughs> and and by the way, let me call you grandma and grandpa, if I may, too. Right? Uh, we <laughs> we get to do that. New new loves of your life. Oh, that may be one of your hallelujah moments when I watch that video. Tape. Yes, <laughs> sure. Exactly. Oh my god. But what is your son up to? Who I last saw Simba in Lion King in Florida. Oh. Jeez. Oh, he's in, and then he was in Hamilton. So, but he's, he's doing, yes, Aaron Burr in Hamilton. He's on, on his way. Is he on Broadway or on tour? He's on tour. On tour. He's on his way to the Detroit production now at the Fisher Theater. Right. We just spoke to him just before you, and he's, um, he's Burr, as Afrida said, yeah, as a father, and Afrida as, as, uh, as a mother, and as well as artist, he's a complete nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> he got everything I got. And some stuff I just don't have. <laughs> that is true. And he's he's married now, and so um, yes. they are. Uh, their family is. They growing. just got married in August, so oh, they're newlyweds. They're newlyweds, yes. and their their family is growing. Yeah. And our oldest son, Dean and Shambri and Ezra, are in. Ezra Scotland. just turned one in September. September twenty seventh. So he's walking and running and. And just getting into everything and singing. We gonna any of them gonna be at too hot? Any of them gonna make it to too hot? Uh, probably. I don't not. know. Okay. Because Jared's on the road and Dean is in in Arizona. So yes. Yeah. But well, uh, maybe they we'll, maybe they surprise you. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Would be nice if they did. That would be one. Yeah. And Alfreda, talk about working together because you, again, you guys also have your own separate careers and stuff. So is this like when you're rehearsing? In, in although at this point, I don't. Know, I guess you still have to rehearse, right? All these years. Yeah, but, we do. So, but do you have to say, Rod, shut up? I'm singing over here. Or, you know, how, how does that work when you? <laughs> Nice together. No, we just find a different corner in the house and well away. Like he'll be in the basement and I'll be in the living room and or sometimes I'll go upstairs as well. But um I don't think we just we don't distract or disturb one another when we do it. And, and uh, go ahead, Rod. 
No, no, we don't. We don't. We don't distract okay. each other. Well, and the, the other thing I've come to notice when I first started attending Too Hot at the auditorium, like the the, the, the chorus members, I think it's the Apollo Chorus that 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 is there. No, no, right? it's 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 actually a choir that's a bunch of volunteers that Bill Freya puts together, and they rehearse right. at the old St. Pat's Church. Okay, and I think it used to it, be the Apollo. It may have, it may have been Apollo at some time, but maybe not. So we'll just yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so forget so what I said. I'm some wrong. Some members from Apollo Chorus who will come, and other members from other choirs in the city that will right. come as semi professionals. So you do have that. Gotcha. Right. Freelance well, singers. Is, that years ago they were all on book and you know and now it's like I don't think hardly any of them are on book anymore and and even no. you guys I mean so is it just you've been doing it so long and it's so in your grain that you're kind of like okay put put the, give me the mic I'm ready to go that's right we don't need the books anymore it's it's here it's here in our hearts it's in our bodies so you're right and then and, the, the changes which we can't tell you about. Oh, you, I was going to ask, so you can't tell me. We won't be needing the score for those changes either. So, and yeah. you know, you're going to be really wonder, into it. Going to be wondering. You see, you see okay. the dancing. You know, you see the choir. You see the choreography. Oh, you see them kind of. Yeah, you they do <laughs> that little right. that little handle dance they all do, keeping That's the rhythm. Right. Um, which is just amazing. So, and the, talk about the difference, Rod, the role that Suzanne plays, who is the conductor of the orchestra. But, you know, I always, I guess in my mind, I've always thought of her in sort of a director capacity too, because she controls uh, the yeah. orchestra. So, so talk to me about that with Joan coming in. I mean, it sounds like Joan is playing a, a very notable role for change. Yes. Um, she's directing the show and the whole idea is to make the show more theatrical as wow. opposed to concert style. Before, we would come out and we would sit in three separate chairs with the orchestra and the chorus, and then there would be a huge screen. Well, this yeah. time, Joan's, I, Joan's uh, responsibility is to create um, more uh, visual stimuli on the stage with the artists. We're and getting so puppets, aren't we? That's you don't know. We're getting puppets. <laughs> Rod's going to stand there and just kind of, you know... <laughs> the little sheep thing with the with holding a sheep. I think that's where this is going. Right. Yeah, this is a, they, they call it a theatrical concert, a theatrical <laughs> concert. And if you remember the tennis show, we did a lot of choreography and movement, and we were coming in and off the stage all yeah. the time. So it's a they, they call it theatrical in the sense that it won't be your traditional concert presentation. But now the show will have layers of movement in a particular way. They say, "Wow, that's new. That's different." Wow, that's wow. you know, lighting is changing. It, it's the and holidays. And the lighting changed last year as well. Yeah, so yeah. So he began to something. see that. And I now I don't remember his name though. I've met him, but I love it. The the gentleman who's in the chorus, but he steps out to do a little duet with you, Rod, for one line, and then we send him back. Uh, David Vaughn. David Vaughn. <laughs> what a, it's just such a great moment. I always want to say, do you get extra? You get paid extra when you come out and do that line. <laughs> well, you know, yes. David's, David's smile. He's a beautiful guy from Detroit, but you can see his his they smile in home. China. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just, yeah, it's just so wonderful. And then uh, when you have people like Alvin Waddles, who people just have to see him at the piano to appreciate what we're all talking about with his right. magic. Now, does Alvin, does he take direction or does Suzanne, Joan, does everybody just go, Alvin, just be Alvin? Alvin, just be Alvin. Yeah. He's going to be brilliant. It's going to be genius right before your eyes. So. Oh, I love it. We and get how, out of his way. 
and how much how much rehearsal time because i don't think you get a lot where where everybody is together people have jobs people right you got choruses you got right. you know but so how much time if if the show is saturday night december 3rd at 7:30 that's the first performance when will the actual everybody on stage rehearsal happen um it really happens the thursday yeah not yeah. just two thursday. days ahead of time yeah yeah thursday yeah. and then we may get in a, we'll get a friday one in and then Saturday is off to the races. Wow. Yeah. Now in the past, I know you've done, I don't know if it's been a tech or a dress rehearsal, but you've done something on Friday, but it's been open to students and things. Right. I think, is that, that was not the happening student matinee. That's not happening right. this year? Not happening due to the pandemic. Right. We'll, we'll get back in there at some point. Hopefully next year. Student outreach and the prison outreach. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's obvious. The pandemic has just messed everything up. Do you yeah. guys also, because of the pandemic, you know, when, when a lot of shows, like for example, Devil Wears Prada was just in town. I interviewed the stars yeah. of that. And, and so they often, when I sort of said, Hey, what are you doing in Chicago? The answer was, um, I'm in my hotel room. I wear a mask <laughs> to the theater. And then I go back to my hotel room. I mean, there's just, just this panic over nothing. Um, have have you, are you guys still having to take those kind of precautions or are yeah. you I think, a little more loose now? What do you think? What, I don't yes, know what, I think no. that's the optional that night, right? For us. We wear our masks all the time. And um, sometimes we don't even go to restaurants and sometimes we do. But um, we do wear our masks inside of most public places and even into into the theater. And we have to be tested for COVID. So last year, yeah, we were tested often before even going. Well, thank God everybody's okay because, I mean, Ron Miner said they they ain't no understudies for this show. There are oh, there now. There are this year. Oh, there are now. <laughs> yes. They're great, they're great colleagues. Yes. Um, Cynthia Saffron, who sung the show uh, in, the, uh, in Denver. Denver. And, uh, and uh, um, Patrick Daly. Patrick Daly from Nashville, who's, who's worked with the Nashville, tenors. from Nashville, Tennessee. He's oh, a so they'll, they'll be there. Yeah, they'll be there. Yes. Okay. And, and maybe, you should, maybe you should let David understudy you, and then you just do that one line. <laughs> I have to do David. Different. <laughs> you just walk up and do a line and then get back in the chorus, Rod Dixon. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to use this word here. There's some blocking. Oh, okay. Oh, you got me all excited. I can't, again, for people who are coming for the first time and every year, and I don't know whether you'll ask that question every year's sort of say, or maybe Rich will come out. I don't know, but they sort of ask the question who's seen it before. And of course that's many people, but there's always a group who've come for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as I've said, I have brought people there. I, I'll tell you one, I, I, I shouldn't, I won't say who it was, but let's it's an elected official of the state. And right. I, I brought this person there and about 15 minutes into it, um, uh, she looked at me and said, I got to tell you, Paul, I, I, I didn't really want it's not her style of music. She said, I have been blown away. This is unbelievable. Wow. And I've heard yeah. that from other people who are, you know, who are there and go there, people that I brought. And, you know, it just, I mean, so it's it's a short part. This year, I'm bringing a guest of mine who is a, a minister. He's a reverend minister. Oh. Um, mm. he's, he's mostly retired now, but he has never seen it. And he is coming back from Puerto Vallarta early to attend this performance. Oh, oh um, Wonderful. Blaine better be on time and all of that. And uh, so... <laughs> 
it, it, it's just, and then we have a mutual friend who's a Franciscan. Um, he writes religious music for the church as a Franciscan. Mm. I don't know. I'm Jewish trying to get the points out, whatever he is, but, um, uh, but, but he writes religious music and stuff and he will not be able to be there because he's out of town. But I have a Aww. feeling once he gets the report, you're going to see him next year. Uh, yeah. fabulous. He, he's just going to make it. Now, Frida, other than, than too hot, which is so critical December 3rd and 4th, but what else is on your agenda? What else, where might be, we be catching you? Are you working on anything? We'll be doing too hot again in Peoria. Oh, so you'll travel. You'll travel <laughs> with it. Yes. Well, they do have a separate team. Like I know it's different in production. It's a different, be group, a total- different group in Detroit, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we had been doing it in Detroit actually in December, but um, the pandemic also interrupted that. So, um, month of December is pretty busy with uh, holiday performances. Gotcha. And Rod, yeah. any three mo tenor kind of projects? You're always working on something. So, is any, <laughs> anything you can share? Well, uh, I can say this. Uh, like she said, um, we're in Chicago, Peoria, and Denver in the month of December. Is and Denver then, new? I don't remember being performed in Denver. Denver has been a Denver did the recording. Oh, in 2004, Marin who's the, the music director at Ravinia, did the recording with the. Denver I guess I'm Symphony. just so Chicago centric. I didn't care about Denver. <laughs> Is there another is production? Fair. Let's say this right. You, you said it right, Paul. There is no other production except no. the Chicago There's production. There's no other place. No, and when I heard, you know, when I understood that other people do this in other places, I'm like, well, they're getting inferior couples here because, I mean, that you just can't. And I just say that in jest, I'm sure they're lovely. But I am just so spoiled with, with you guys that I just can't imagine anybody else. And Rod, look, you all bring the house down, but you know it, Rod. You Maybe it's because you're a tenor and maybe you just, it's the material you get to do from. But there are just some moments that allow you to just lose it up there. And you just, I mean, Alfredo, you got to agree with me. He brings the house down. He does. And you said it so well. The repertoire that he's singing in this piece allows him to go there. <laughs> and then it's just who he is anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and then, you all have that yeah. connection to the audience. It's like you, you know, every year I'm always, you know, at some point I try and catch your eye, not to disrupt you, but towards the end, I just give you a little wave. I think you've seen me, Alfred. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm always yes. down front somewhere, but I just we want you it. to know I'm there. I'm supporting you. I just give you a wave. <laughs> I, I just want you to know. Uh, and then I impress everybody who's with me that I know you. Uh, well, yes. and we so, love it, Paul. So could keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Now, what'll um, hurt is if I do it this year. Now, Frida, you look at Rod and go, "Who was that guy?" Who's that? Oh no way! <laughs> no way! Can we get secure? Can we get security to take him out? No way! Oh, that will my, never happen. I have yet to close my mouth. I've been smiling and laughing this whole interview. You are well, been, absolutely it, divine. And you know what? Yes. Because too hot is this much fun. So yeah. I know you guys probably got to do things and get and give my love to your son, Jared, because like I said, when I, his Simba performance was unbelievable. I hope to catch him. I, I Well, maybe here's break news. Is Hamilton coming to Chicago with him in it? Let's see. We'll, we'll <sighs> see. We'll it's not see. currently on, it's not currently on the schedule, but that doesn't mean not, it won't be. It won't be, it, 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 but it's due yeah. to come back. So within the next year or so, I'm almost sure. Cause they just left two years ago, you okay. know, the pandemic so it, it probably will make its way back in the next and if he days. gets here we'll bring him over and i'll show him my you know i've got those boots lin-manuel miranda's original boots from hamilton that uh, that's right mm. since i've seen you he signed and yeah. uh yeah so i'll get, have some stuff for jay and then i'll tell jared to steal a few things off the set so i can add <laughs> to my collection i hope he's okay with that 
he's okay. He's okay. Too Hot to Handle is playing Saturday, December 3rd at 7.30. Come be there. Say hi to me, too. I'll be there. Uh, of course, I'll be down in that lounge having drinks ahead of time, but that's me. Uh, and Sunday the 4th at 3 p.m. And by the way, it's just two options, right? It's not like Sunday is for younger people or anything like that. No. It's all. You come. Just come. come. whenever right. you are available to come. And tickets are at auditoriumtheater.org. And theater is spelled the proper British way, T-R-E. <laughs> I'm always impressed. I always feel bad for those theaters that spell it T-E-R. It's like they haven't got the note. No. No. It's, right. it, it, you know, the, the panache. <laughs> it has the panache with the T-R-E. It has something there. If you can't something feel snobby special. coming to Too Hot to Handle with a T-R-E at the end of your theater word, what have you got going on? <laughs> right. That's right. Auditorium Theater, T-R-E dot org. And give my love to Alvin and Suzanne and Karen Marie and Joan. She's been, a, she's performed in my home here. So it's going to be old homecoming this year. <laughs> and I just can't wait to, to see you. And uh, I, I don't know if we'll do that tradition afterwards, have a little champagne. We'll see how that all goes. So yeah. Um, yeah. And give our love to the two schnauzers. I will. They're, they're here. They're actually here and they're, they're Whoa. hanging on. They're 14 Whoa. and 12. So. Yeah, oh. we got some cancer battles with them and whatever, but they're hanging oh. in there. So I may bring them to the performance. That would yeah. be great. Wouldn't it be wild? That'd be a yeah. first. Then we'll have Rod going, <laughs> hey, doggies. Yes. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for your time. Uh, again, to our viewers mm. and, and listeners, if Too Hot to Handle is something, if you have never seen it, just trust me, you do not want to miss this. And you will be, you'll get one of those. I have a button that says, I'm a hottie. You will yes. find yourself going back year after year after year, because once you see it, you're going to fall in love with it. And uh, mm-hmm. and and it's because of you too. And of course, the colleagues you work with. But like I said, I've only seen it here and I've only seen it with you, but I can't imagine anybody better. Wow. Bless Thank you, Paul. Paul. Thank you so Bless much. You. Alfreda Burke, Roderick Dixon. We know you're married. We know you're in the same house. Go get some lunch. And we'll- wow. Okay. <laughs> and I'll Thank talk you to you soon. And, and we'll do dinner soon too. I know we've, we've talked about it yes. planned and we'll, we'll make that happen. We want to get the pandemic behind us. We're going to be okay. Yes, for sure. Thank you. I love you guys. I will see love you, you at the theater on the theater. Saturday, December 3rd. Thank, <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you, Paul, for all see that you, you do. Then, Paul. Your work Mwah. is fantastic. Oh, my pleasure. Thank we you. We love so you. Love you too. <laughs> love you too. Bless you. Well, if you want to know more about what we've talked about here, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Paul Lisnick. That's P-A-U-L-L-I-S-N-E-K. And I'd love to hear your comments or topic suggestions for future podcasts. You can also go to my website, paullisnick.tv. And hey, don't forget to hit subscribe on WGN Plus and iTunes. And tune in each week to hear more Insider Scoop coming to you from behind the curtains.